the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. My dear brothers and sisters, I believe these readings that we've just heard today are prophetic, they're profound, and they teach a lesson to us that is very much needed for our times. That God, in his desire, in his will, longs for all people to be saved. If we go back to the beginning, it says in the first book of the Bible that God created all things and saw they were good. And then he created man. In his own image he created him. Male and female he created them. Right from the beginning, humanity was blessed by being created in the image of God. Because God wanted to share with humanity his divine life. He wanted us to be fruitful and multiply. He wanted us to reap the fruits of the land. He wanted us to share in his goodness. This wasn't just for one people, for one place, for one nation, for one color, for one anything. This was God's desire for all of humanity from the beginning. Sin obviously got in the way of all that. Disobedience got in the way. And it's not until Jesus comes and in his obedience to the Father restores the plan of God that we gain from him our salvation. This is what these readings are about. Old and New Testament, both speaking to us of God's desire that all nations would praise him. Isaiah says, my house shall be called a house of prayer for all peoples. The psalm said, God, let all the nations praise you. Again, Isaiah said, the foreigners will join us and minister to the Lord. And St. Paul says, Gentiles, you pagans, I'm preaching to you because of the disobedience of the Jews so that all of us can come together now because you were disobedient, they were disobedient, all have disobeyed so that all might be shown mercy. This is the word of the Lord. Jesus in the gospel He's testing the apostles, I think, more than the Canaanite woman. Because the mentality was, we're the chosen people. But no, you are the people that are chosen, yes, so that the Lord could come to save all people. All his children throughout the world, as the Old and New Testament are testifying today. Jesus says, I have come for the lost sheep of Israel. And he tells this woman, it's not right to give the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. And it's a test that he wants her to humbly recognize. I do not deserve salvation. I can't demand it of God. I don't deserve it. None of us do, whether Jew or Greek or atheist or anything. No one deserves it. It is a gift. 
The woman cried out to Jesus, Lord, help me. And she says, please, even the dogs eat the scrap that fall from the table. Jesus wants his disciples to hear this so that he can see him, because of the faith of this woman, give the salvation to her, to her daughter. So that pagan or Jew, whatever nation you might be from, whatever color you might be, you could know God wants to save me. He wants me to come away from sin, away from this sickness of evil. He wants me to come back to him and live in oneness with him. Because from the beginning, this was God's will. He created us in his image to give us a share in his divine life. And when sin wanted to interrupt that, God sent his only begotten son to redeem us from sin. And there at the foot of the cross were pagans and Jews. There were faithful and unfaithful, believers and non-believers. And from the cross, Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. All of us have been disobedient. All of us have sinned so that all of us could be shown the mercy of God. This is God's will. St. Paul says to St. Timothy in the second letter, the will of the Father is that all people be saved. Right now, this message is strikes to the heart because we're living in a world right now where we see so much division, so much hatred, so much violence, so many things that are happening not only with pagans and unbelievers, but even amongst ourselves as believers. We can see the violence in the streets and want to react with violence and, and, and respond to evil with evil. And that's not what God did. Jesus' response is right there before us, on the cross, giving his life to the Father in obedience to God for the salvation of souls. He died on the cross so that all might be saved. But we can lose that salvation. We can reject it. We can turn away from it. And so what should our reaction be as Catholics, as Christians, as followers of Jesus Christ who calls us to be the light of the world, who calls us to be the salt of the earth? He doesn't call us to be the judges and the condemners who go out and annihilate anyone who is doing wrong. No, he wants us to pray for them and convert them and offer our lives in sacrifice with him for the salvation of sinners. Our own sin and the sins of those around us. Our response should be the response of Jesus Christ because we are the body of Christ. And so we, more than anyone in the world today, are called to set the example, to be the light to be the salt of the earth. We are called to hear him pray, Father, may they be one as we are one. And he prays that for all humanity. He wants all men and women created in his image to turn away from sin and come back to him 
So when I see someone sinning, or myself, I shouldn't turn back on God or condemn. I should pray for conversion. I should pray for salvation for my own and those around me. We need to pray more than ever. We see this division in society, between nations, within our own nation, between mentalities and ways of thinking. We see it in our own families sometimes. Division because of offenses or rancor that there is because of something that happened. Or we see it in ourselves, in our own heart. We see this division of this fight of knowing the good, like St. Paul says, but then doing the wrong that I know I shouldn't. We fall so many times. We, we, we want to do what's right, and we choose to do often what we know we shouldn't. And God allowed all to disobey so that he might have mercy upon all. What a gift that God is extending to us, to me. That in spite of my disobedience, my sinfulness, my weakness, he wants to show me his mercy. He wants me to come to him away from sin and back to grace. He wants me to live united to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, united to our brothers and sisters throughout the world, living as one body in Christ. Whether they're other Christians, or Jews, or Muslims, or atheists, agnostics, whoever they might be, we are called as Catholics to proclaim the good news. Go to all nations and proclaim the good news. Our effort should be to bring others to Jesus Christ. Our life should be a reflection of his love and mercy for the world. His, so instead of reacting in anger and hatred and guttural visceralness towards what's happening around us, we should act praying for conversion, seeking true justice in the Lord, longing for our brothers and sisters of whatever nation, culture, creed, or color they might be, to find in Jesus Christ this message. Lord, help me. The woman cries out. Lord, help me. May every one of God's children, wherever they may be in this world, cry out, Lord, help me. I don't deserve salvation. I've done what is wrong. None of us can say, I've owned it. I deserve it. Lord, help me. Help these people and those people and those. Help the world to come to the truth of you. To come to you. Help me to be your light, your salt in this world, divided by sin and hatred and confusion and so much that can even make us feel at times despaired. 
It's not a time for despair. It's not a time to respond to evil with evil. It's not a time to pick up the sword because he who lives by the sword dies by the sword. It's time to allow Jesus Christ to fill our hearts and our minds, to unite ourselves to him on the cross, silently sacrificing ourselves with him to the Father for the salvation of the world. Because in every one of these readings, he says, may all the nations praise you, O God. May all the peoples praise you. He has mercy on all, because all have disobeyed so that he can show them his mercy. My justice is coming, it will be revealed. And those who accept me and come to me will rejoice in the Lord. Go, Jesus says, because of your faith, let it be done for you as you wish. My brothers and sisters, let us pray with Jesus. Father, may they be one as we are one. May all men and women come to you, Father, through me, with your spirit, the spirit, the Holy Spirit of God. May he fill the world with his love. May our divisions end. May our hatred dissipate. May the violence be stopped. In order for that to happen, we need to stand up and do what is right. We need to be the light. We need to allow the love of God to reign in our hearts, even if it means not striking everyone down. No, that's not what it means. Allowing ourselves, like him, to be struck down for the salvation of the world, like the martyrs. Never denying the truth of Jesus Christ, proclaiming it on the mountaintops, letting people see it in us, letting God's love reign in our hearts so that we can transform the world as he has called us to do. Go to all nations and tell the good news. This is our mission. Why me? Why you? God has chosen you and wants you to pray, to sacrifice, to give of yourself, to be an example of truth, of love, of justice, not yours, his, because he has allowed all to be disobedient so that he could show mercy upon all. Let our prayer be, God, may all nations praise you. May all nations praise you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.